That's uh, shit. I haven't thought of my intro actually. What should I say? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got it now. And I wonder if it's true. Do I suck like I put the sock on you? All right. Hello, internet, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Slumscast. I am one of your hosts, Michael, aka Neuropanzer. You probably know me on StimSlack as a person who adds a lot of emojis, especially ones involving porgs. You might also know me as a mediocre Netrunner player. Hello, I'm uh, your other fabulous host, Orbital Tangent. You probably don't know me for anything, and I'm probably the world's okayest Netrunner player. Okayest? Damn, that's a claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, the okayest. Yep. So many people out there are like, man, I'm okay at Netrunner, but you are just blowing them out. You're so much more okay at the, the, than they are. Absolutely, absolutely. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's being pretty mediocre. Well, I think that's a, that's a good segue to telling people who had just stumbled upon this podcast, you know, they're, they're out there, they're browsing iTunes, they're like, Slumscast, I, it is a completely normal decision in my life to download something with a name that's Slumscast. Uh, I'm still wondering what this podcast is. Uh, well, let me tell you what this podcast is. This is a podcast about trying to be good at Netrunner and failing at being good at Netrunner. This podcast will not make you better at Netrunner. It also will not make you a better person. It might make you pretty okay. It might. We strive to achieve that level of excellence. One day, maybe even the okayest. Indeed. So I'd like to start us off with an intro question for today. Uh, we recently had a few high-profile tournaments. We had some continental tournaments. We had some uh, intercontinental championships. Obviously, the fact that we are hosting this podcast tells you that we didn't qualify for intercontinentals. I, I think if, I, I don't know about you, but personally, if I had qualified for intercontinentals, I would be doing spots on every other podcast out there, anything except this one. Yeah, yeah, especially since, you know, this didn't exist until after Intercontinentals. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably talk at some people. Yeah. If we had qualified, what would we have brought? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one, boss. You want to start yeah, us off? Uh, I was hoping that you had an answer because, uh, frankly, I, I, I don't actually know. I, I know about as much. My answer to this question is about as good as my answer to the question, what am I going to bring to Worlds and like, two and four with? <laughs> Well, if you want a serious answer, I think I would have gone with uh, some version of the outfit, just because it feels like the mob, mm -hmm. and uh, I really like that. You know, and flavor wins games, as we know. Uh, it does. So maybe something like that on corpse side, and then uh, well, I got to go with my my main boy, my my uh, robot homie Adam, which mm -hmm. actually uh, you know was. A pretty high placer in, in some of the Continentals, if I recall correctly, and in yeah, I think you're right. Intercontinentals. Yeah, so th those probably would have been reasonable choices. I, realistically, I probably would have brought the, the Lakshmi flavor of, of Asa, just because that was basically, that was exactly what I played at Regionals, which was the last time that I actually um, prepared well enough to do decently at a Netrunner tournament. On Runner's side, I probably would have brought one in a long series of increasingly worse max decks i would say that i'm shocked but i i would be lying you on it, max it's uh, kind of my brand honestly yeah 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 it's it's like the emoji of deck choices indeed hold on did you just say emoji i did oh shit well 
that's actually a perfect segue. So we're, we're going full scoops cast here. We have segments. And one of the segments that I'd like to transition us to right now is one that I like to call Baking Up Think Loaves. You can blame Orbital for that name. Baking Up Think Loaves. This is where we take hey. a question hey. that is... Uh, hey. What? 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 That's, that's completely fair, actually. Oh, oh, wait, actually, I mispronounced it. It's a, it's bacon up think loaves. My bad. It's a, I, I, I pronounced a G in there. There's no G. It's, it's too late. It's too late. It's got the G in it. And, and as okay. we know, All you right. cannot edit audio. Canonically, it is baking up think loaves now. So uh, uh, the, the apostrophe market is just completely shocked by this turn of events. Yeah, you pronounce the G, but it's not there. Because again, we can't edit audio. It's just, you, you, you can't edit audio. It's, uh, if there's one thing that is true about audio, it's that it's Basically, as a recording medium, it is exactly the same as stone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is one of those big questions segments. Let's, uh, let's, let's think about a big question together, and uh, let's give a not satisfactory answer to it. So the, the one this episode, um, what faction needs the most help right now, and how would you help them? Uh, you know what? I'm going to uh, go with Shaper, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm going to steal a page out of your book. I, I probably wouldn't. Damn. That just, oh man, you took the answer. Oh God, I don't have an answer to this now. <laughs> ah, 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 I win. Oh, I won the internet right tables. there. Um, uh, hold on, I've got, um, here, uh, how about uh, Apex? Apex needs some help right now, right? Um, sure. Th- this is a true statement in every year. Like it's, it's definitely true in 2020. I don't think this has ever not been true. <laughs> uh, how how would I help Apex? Um, uh, uh, oh, jeez. Um, so many different ways to, that Apex needs help. Um, I, I think a decent first step would be reprint daily casts as a virtual resource. Maybe call it like you know, like a, I don't know, like daily cat meme or something. Yeah. Daily cat meme. Yeah. That that could work. I like that. I like the flavor of it too, right? Like Apex is looking at these cat memes and he's like, yo, these are dope. You know, I would go even further and say like, make that the first card ever, like first runner card ever without an influence bar. And so it's like Apex is the only one in the future that can share cat memes. Oh, that's, ooh, that's dark. Just like that. Imagine being on the internet and you just like cannot share a cat meme with anyone because you are not a malevolent AI. Yeah, right. I mean, it it, it basically voids the purpose of the internet. But yeah, like you know, maybe that, that might be the single most dystopian thing about the about the Netrunner universe that you just created. Yeah, I know. It's it's a dark cool. place. Cool. Yeah, your your mind is scary. All right, let's uh, let's let's get into let's get into the main purpose. So we we promised at the beginning of this episode this was going to be an episode about um, trying to be good at Netrunner and uh, failing to be good at Netrunner. That moves us into the main segment of today, which is a deck and bamboozle. Um, it's a it's a joke. It's it's like heck and bamboozled, just with with deck instead of heck. It's a good joke. I think I think you just you pants the joke. I, I didn't realize I was a verb. Yikes. Ooh. Yeah, really, yeah. Pants really thing in this case there. is going to be when you take it a little bit too far, so it's not funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Damn. I I I apologize already for the uh the the ratings we're gonna get on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. So uh th- this is a segment where we go through a deck that uh, either one of us or our guest for for the podcast episode uh, has used in an actual competition, 
to try to actually win games of Netrunner in the past, let's say with, with mixed results and or questionable decisions. Uh, and this is, a, this is an example of both. So to, to give a little bit of background on what this deck is, this is one of mine. So man, I'm really opening myself up to just getting absolutely destroyed on the internet with this episode. So uh, that's fun. This is a deck that I used at King of Servers in 2018. I actually published it on NRDB back in the day. So those of you who stopped NRDB in 2018, uh, you know, try not, to, try not to spoil people in the comments, called H. Gamaris Modernism. Uh, it was, you know, one, one of the... H. Gamaris, if you're not familiar, is the European lobster. So one of the many, many different variations of the lobster modernism deck. This one's out of the outfit, and this was for King of Servers 2018. So let's see. Well, do you want to tell the people what's in it, or are are we going to post this in the show notes, or where can they find this? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and publish this when the episode comes out, and we'll have a link to it in the show notes. So if you want to if you want to take a look at it as as we go, then that's that's a good way to to be able to follow along. And and even right now, as I'm speaking, you can be looking at my decisions and and judging me for them. I'd like to give oh, a little will. bit of context before we start talking about the actual contents of the deck, which is the, the rule set for the event. So this, this was actually a, a weird little piece of, uh, piece of Netrunner history in terms of like what cards were legal. Because uh, this was Magnum Opus, right? The, the, last, the last FFG World Championships. And the final King of Servers actually had a different legality rule set than the main event. The champ cards that were being handed out at Magnum Opus were going to be legal for King of Servers, um, which was not true for the actual decks uh, that you could play for the, the World Championship. So to give you an idea of like what cards are involved in that set, for those of you who have forgotten, these are like Border Control, Crowdfunding, Embolus, uh, Slot Machine, like some, some, some serious heavy hitters that like we just got access to in King of Servers and no one had ever played with before. And I'm not sure, I, I don't remember actually at this point, like I don't remember if they were implemented at all on Genteki.net for anyone to test with. So it, it, it was kind of just the, the, the absolute wild west in terms of like, like no one knew exactly. I, I mean, some people probably knew, but I definitely didn't know like what the best decks were when you included these cards. They actually were not implemented on JNet, and I'll dig you one better. They weren't implemented on NRDB at that point either. At least most oh. of them weren't. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they, they weren't even after the World Championships. I remember because like I was I was posting this deck, and I had two of the championship cards, and I had to I had to be like like all right, publish the list, and uh, it looks like I have three spider webs in the deck, and I did not have three spider webs in the deck. They were border controls. <laughs> Yeah, so, so that's that's kind of that's the context in which this deck was was brainstormed. That's the context in which this deck was played. All right, I can't stall any longer. I guess we actually have to talk about what's in this deck. Well, so before we we get into really, you know, beating you up here, I, I will say you did make an objective correct move here, which is you did put in three exporter control in Wayland, which uh, not everybody at that event did which uh, I think was probably wrong. I, I agree with that. Border controls, even then, when I had like not actually played with the card yet, border control, just it's, it's, it's busted. Border control super good. Absolutely. I am going to pivot here into one of your other three Xs. 
three, well, three archer is a we, lot of we archer. Just give the deck list, I guess, first. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so this uh, this is an outfit deck, hence one hence one of the and uh, lobster is like some Wayland deck. This this particular one is outfit. Agenda Suite is three GFI, three Hostile Takeover, one Oaktown, three Project Atlas. Um, assets, I've got three Rashida. Operations, I've got, let's get back to the operations. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to those because that's where some of the spice is going to be. Let's go back to the upgrades too because that's, that's um, I, I think you might have some things to say about the upgrades I ended up including. So let's go over to the ice. Uh, I've got three Border Control, one Bulwark, one Vanilla. One vanilla, I would justify as it was the it was the right call for the amount of money that was in the deck. Another question entirely is whether it was right to have that amount of money in the deck that I had to have one vanilla. The answer's no. The answer's no. Yeah, the answer's absolutely no. Uh, code gates. I had two Hordum, three Mausolus, and then sentries. I had a uh, three Archer. I have a feeling that's one of the three ofs you were about to talk about. I, again, as I was saying, that that's a lot of Archer. I know yeah. you have a lot of hostile takeover yeah. in here, but, but but that's a lot of Archer. It is. It is. And uh, it really, it's, it, it, it felt like a lot on the day. It was like, I, I often, you know, I, I, I wanted to res an Archer. I wanted to make sure I drew an Archer because like having them run through an Archer twice because there's a border control and then they hit the thing and it's, uh, it's actually a Rashida, like just that wins you games. Or that they hit the thing and it's actually a hostile takeover. Just like it's, it, you, you can you can do things if they run through archer twice. The problem is, you draw the second archer. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> and also, uh, you know, with with three archer in the deck, you're also kind of making the mistake that, um, well, that the outfit wants to install ice. I, I mean. This one, this one did want to install ice, right? Like there, there's border controls. You, you, you want to make them interact with your ice. That's how they lose credits. When they lose credits, you get to do things. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You're selling me on that part of it, at least. Uh, but still, not three archers. Three archers yeah. wrong, though. Three archers definitely wrong. All right, let's uh, let's move into the operations. So one uh, X arc lockdown. I I still stand by one X arc lockdown. Arc lockdown's like good if you can fetch it. Yeah, absolutely. It could put you in that right situation where they can't break something and you can just rush out. Yep. Seems pretty good. Uh, 1x Audacity, because like, if you have Project Atlas, why not? Mm -hmm. uh, 1x Boom. Uh, so there's the, the kill package is 1x Boom, 2x High Profile Target, uh, which I like. I mean, it's sometimes it's easier to stick them with... Like Sometimes you know you can math it out and you're like, oh, I can definitely stick two tags and I have a consulting visit in hand. Which you could use to just grab the Boom, but you know well well yeah on on the follow-up turn like you, if you know that you can stick them with two tags then like you have a consulting visit to grab the boom and they're dead uh which yeah one x consulting visit kind of um i think as with as with many outfit decks at the time and as with many uh lobster decks at the time consulting visits like not the main center point but like it's one of the center points of the deck um three con warfare Two hard-hitting news, three hedge fund, two high-profile target, one preemptive action, three too big to fail. None of that's none of that's all that interesting. And then uh, a spicy a, a spicy pair of events. I've got one sea source and one exchange of information. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but like you went down to like two hard-hitting news to fit this in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would argue there are two influence that are spent worse, so I wouldn't put that on C source or exchange of information. 
All right. We haven't heard those two influence yet, but there's there's definitely a place I could have cut to get another hard hitting news in instead. All right. But my thing here with the exchange and the sea source, mm-hmm. like I get I get whites in there. You got you got some things to exchange. That's fair. That's fair. Well, there's there's hostels. There's global foods. But still, but still, it it doesn't really fit with the rest of the deck. I would argue that this deck is about taking away money and landing a hard-hitting news and rushing out when the threat of that works. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's mostly correct, yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it probably won you some games due to some unexpected stuff, but I don't know. I don't know, it's like that three archer, like, it's not, it's not gonna, like, lose you the game, but I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's definitely an opportunity cost. It's like, looking back on it, it's like, I understand why I did this. I understand why I have a C-source. I understand why I have an exchange of information. And I can look back on moments where they actually did lead to wins um, when they were both in hand together. Uh, at the same time, it, uh, it, it might not have been the wisest of decisions on my part. Yeah, I'm thinking like... Even if you didn't want to go with the snares, which is what uh, the, yeah, the lobster yeah, decks evolved to, would normally be. And I, honestly, I've, I've at that point, and even to this day, I've never really liked snare in outfit that much. Well, I was gonna say, even if you didn't want to go to that, which is again what the deck evolved to, you could have gone with like a, an archive memories and your third hard hitting news. I could have, yeah, I I absolutely could have. And I don't know, I think the deck uh, would have immediately been better, boss. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I want to stick up for past me, but that, 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 that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of right. <laughs> I mean, because worst case, right? You, you grab the uh, too big to fail with the archive memories because you mm-hmm. need money. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you grab uh, high profile target twice, right? Because you have one in hand and an archive memories. Yep. You go high profile, archive memories, high profile. Uh, or you grab a Rashida with it, or, uh, y- you know, the list is endless on what you can grab with the archive memories. All I'm saying. It's also, uh, it's also endless on the number of times that you can see source for a single tag that does nothing. Yeah. Yeah, one tag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, here's, here's a fun combo. Where I don't know if you have enough like money to, like, support it file, either. Boom, got him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's 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 talk about the upgrades now, because here I think here is where I stop being able to really justify the decisions I made. Uh, one Chrisium. One Chrisium's good. Chrisium's like Chrisium as a card. Um, Absolutely, that's not a question. Yeah. It, that's a great card. Two Embolus. I personally blame uh, Kenny for this uh, because because of the card existing. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you like you can't blame him for uh, telling you to put it in because I don't think he would have. Almost certainly not. <laughs> I didn't even get to res him against. Uh, I didn't even get to res the card against him. I, I didn't draw it when I played him uh, in KOS, which is sad. Pants, pants, buddy. What? what? I mean, you, you do understand that um, y- y- you were playing an ID in a deck that um, that doesn't really like to install ice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and, and hold on. And and you had three. Archer, you're not going to res all three of those. So say you res one. You have 11 ice. That's, uh, 
Okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Okay, and border control. You're going to trash it. So you have uh, – oh, I'm sorry. You have, you have nine ice to protect all of your servers so that you can get embolus counters? My dude. My dude. At the same time, if you have an embolus and it, it's, it, 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 it offers the runner another way to lose the game. Because if they see you start to tick up an embolus and they start running too early, then you can punish them for the like second beer that they had between round two and round three of King of Servers. Okay, so you're going on the uh, hope my opponent has had enough beer and makes a mistake strategy. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I, I think the, the biggest thing that I can say about Embolus is that I uh, never actually installed the card uh, on the entire day. So I, I think that, that tells you about how good Embolus was for me. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my point has been made, and uh, I think uh, that this decision uh, stands as the, the worst decision in the deck. Uh, no, no, in, I, I agree with that. It, the, the deck would be immensely better if that were just like okay i have a third hard-hitting news and i have a single ipo like god imagine that deck yeah yeah just cut just cut the two embolus yeah yeah wow uh all right so i mean i suppose the the proof is in the pudding how did you do with this on the day i I, i'm I'm guessing terribly right uh just just god awful uh actually no this this deck did pretty well (laughs) Uh, funnily enough, so um, uh, to to give to give a little bit of an idea of like where I was playing this deck, like I I, I actually I, I had a really good King of Service team that year. I was like far and away the worst person on the team. Um, I was on a team with Raja and uh, Mike, the New Zealand player, and um, credits at Hotmail. So I like you know we've we've got like world's top sixteen competitors. We've got Canadian national championship top eight competitors. We've got like New Zealand like second place nationals competitors, and we've got me who like I I don't know like I, I did okay at a regional. Um, so so you three archer two embolus guy okay yeah 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 exactly sorry setting the scene that's that's what I was bringing to the team that's that's the level of uh, of deck building caliber that that I was bringing to the team. And the, this, this deck went three and two. It like, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't like, it wasn't a showstopper. It didn't like wow anyone, but it was fine. <laughs> um, it like, you know, it, it beat Max, it beat Smoke. Um, okay, one of those wins was free because it was Liza, but I did beat Liza in three turns, uh, which meant that we got, we, we were done with the match sooner and we got to get a beer. And then ended up losing to uh, Pawn Shop Haley, which... God, that, that game came down to about a credit, managed to tax out the three fan sites that got down in like turns one and two. And then uh, lost to Kenny, which uh, honestly, I just, I blame that on the fact that I will never have the same influence with the lobster deities that Kenny does. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It is a bit of a hierarchy there. And, um, you know, you're not at the top of that one. Nope, not, not even close. No. So like, at, at the end of the day, like, did the deck do great? No, absolutely not. But like, the, this this deck went three and two at King of Servers on a team that uh, had some good people on it. Like, it, I I I believe it was not the worst corp record on that team. And I would say most importantly, uh, we finished seventh that year, and that landed us just in the money, which means this deck officially made me a professional netrunner player. And I suppose that's your defense of your terrible, 
terrible decisions, you monster. Do I need a different one? No, nah, probably not. I mean, that's that's better than I got. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. Um, so yeah, that's oh boy. So let's talk about like what should I have done instead? Uh, we talked about some particular card swaps. Obviously, like if I'm playing outfit, I was locked into Waylon for that event. I think probably the absolute best thing I could have done is instead of playing this particular deck, I should have, uh, like, the reason I was on Outfit and the reason I was on some of the questionable decisions that I was on was I was convinced that Argus was bad and, like, Argus got second in Swiss or something like that. <laughs> so clearly Argus was not bad. I was just bad and I should have figured out how to play Argus. I think is probably, like, the, that's the ultimate what I should have done. I don't know if I 100% agree with that. Um, I see a couple of things that could have worked here. Uh, clearly, I, I think in that meta, Argus was better, but you could have made this work. As we talked about, woo, I think leaning into the hard hitting mm-hmm. would have done it for you, uh, for sure. Um, the exchange in the sea source and the Embolus, all too many slots, too many influence. Yep. yep. Um, I think I think cutting those and just saying like okay I'm on three hard hitting news I'm on one archived memories and I, that leaves me two influence to do something interesting like it, which could just be a second archived memories like like not have three archer I mean this this is Alfie you don't spend influence on your ice well that's yeah I mean uh, but yeah also the the archer I should probably have like maybe two archer because I definitely want to draw the first one. Um, but like, you know, maybe two archer, like one Veritas, I don't know, something like that. What was, what was legal for? Yeah. Thinking back this far, I'm trying to remember like what, what, what were legal cards <laughs> even. And the fact that I cut Embolus also means I can probably squeeze an IPO into this deck, which just makes it much better. I think, uh, you know, being, a, if I'm going to get serious here, yeah. being a, a long-term a root deck player, I think leaning into the bad pub actually isn't a bad idea. Bulwark is a surprisingly good card. Yeah. Um, I think that had you not had gone with the light money situation and stuck some more money in it somewhere, two Bulwark or maybe even three there is not a bad idea. Or a um, like two Bulwark and a Tithonium mm-hmm. um, wouldn't have been like a bad idea. I suppose at that point, Mausolus was a really good Whalen ice as far as number of subroutines and like break yeah. cost to res, especially if you're against. Um, I mean, all the Anarchs were running the bin breakers. Yep, and like on like just turtle turtle just never breaks Mausolus. Like, it, like if you get up to the point where turtle's breaking Mausolus, like you have much bigger problems. Yep. Was the Hordem like? Did you ever advance that? Like. Oh, absolutely not. It was just a gear check. Yeah, so I mean, if it's just a gear check, I don't understand why you have two of those either. But I, I had two of them because, it, like, similar to Argus, I like having a critical, like, same reason I have the one vanilla. A critical mass of things that let me score a Project Atlas with a counter early, kind of regardless of what's in my hand, uh, is what I wanted out of the out of the ice suite. Yeah, but why not just play Enigma? Uh, I, I don't know. I, Quartum having four strength, it's it's like pretty good. Any uh, fucking uh, any shaper breaker has to boost to to kill it. Yeah, I suppose that's fair, but I mean they're gonna break code gates for cheap anyway. Ingola uh, is not actually that cheap on Hordem, right? I don't know. It's it's three, isn't it? Uh, if you want to give me a credit, yeah. Okay, you may be right on that then. Um, hmm. 
I don't think the the code gate mix though is the is the core bad decision of the deck. Uh, I, I, I still stand by that. I don't think it is a bad decision personally. Uh, the, the 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 bad decisions are elsewhere in this deck. <laughs> Absolutely, like three archer, yeah, and two apples. <laughs> well, I mean, if you never installed it, I, I'm I'm objectively correct there. To be fair, like I, I didn't draw it all that often, but yeah, like when I did, I did not install that thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what other tweaks could you do? More, more money. Isn't this deck like, despite having like a decent number of money-making sources, mm-hmm. still seems like it would be a little bit poor because yep. if you think it, about it it, 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 it was relatively poor. Yeah, it, it, it part with when you rest ice instead of just being like, oh yeah, like uh, like ice printing machine go burr. Like you, you couldn't just do that. Yeah, for sure. Like it seems like your uh, there's half your money is conditional, right? Mm-hmm. Like too big to fail, you have to be poor already, right? Yep. And then Rashida, you have to stick it. See, that's so. that's the that's the galaxy brain move, right? Like I was always poor enough for too big to fail. Yeah, I don't think that's where you want to be, pants. I uh. I, I think I think you would rather be on the end of like, oh, too big to fail. I should probably cut this to two because my deck is too rich most of the time. Eh, I mean that's 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 one way to that's one way to play your netrunner, I guess. I mean you, you are trying to land a hard hitting news, and you generally uh, I don't know have to have more money. Uh, uh, sure, sure, whatever. All right, fine. All right, are we uh, are we are we done giving you a hard time about this deck? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I'm good with that. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this next episode when we get to look at one of yours. <laughs> I can't wait. Awesome. So that's, uh, that, that is, uh, that is the deck that bamboozled me. Um, and that's what happened with it. Uh, let's go ahead and move to a new segment that I would like to call ban or nab which is uh, where, where we bring up a card and we discuss whether we should ban the card or whether we should not ban the card. Card of the episode is Rizeki. Ban. Ban. Next segment. Next segment is bad card of the week that is still bad and you still shouldn't play it. This podcast is not weekly, but this, uh, this suggestion is specific to this week. I'm, I'm going to go with Aeneas Informant for this, for this week. Oh, this is probably going to reveal how bad I am, but like... I don't know. Like, I think that that card's really good. Tell me more about that. Why do you think that card's really good? Well, it's it's not unique, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Cost zero. Yeah. And anytime you meet the condition, which is accessing a card that has a trash cost, you get money. You don't get to trash the card, though. You know that, right? Oh. Yeah. See, this is why I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like there have been situations where Aeneas Informant is good. I. I just don't think we live in that world right now. I, I just like, if we were, if we lived in a world where I was seeing CTM every single matchup, I would consider slotting some Aeneas informants. Oh, just, especially with tab, uh, pad yeah. tapping on. Yeah. I, I, I don't see it right now. I, I, I really don't see Aeneas informant. Um, well, you I, don't really see CTM. It's, uh, hasn't been good for a while there, boss. Yeah, I know. Which, uh, that's given that that's like my, my choice of world stack. Um, probably because I'm trash and I don't know how to play anything else. Uh, it's, it's bad news for me. Well, you do need to get bamboozled again so we can shit all over you again. All right. Uh, cool. I think we, we've pretty much reached the, uh, the end of this episode. Um, 
if you liked this episode, uh, please follow us. Uh, we'll, we'll be available. We either are available right now as you're listening or we'll be available on most podcast outlets very soon. Um, if you don't like what you heard today, then uh, follow us anyway. We need, the, we need the numbers. I'd like to give some special thanks this episode. Uh, I'd like to give special thanks to Thinkloaf. We did not consult Thinkloaf on the Bank It Up Thinkloaf segment, and uh, we, we appreciate Thinkloaf for being cool with us mentioning him. Any special thanks you'd like to give this episode? You know what? I'm going to give a shout out to uh, to my boy Thinkloaf as well. And uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Uh, Pants being the emoji master, uh, you know, our our boy Mega Party as well. All hail to Mega Party. All hail. Uh, may his day come soon. I mean, I honestly, I, I I tend not to give explicit shout outs to Mega Party anymore. I, I just feel they're implicit in the the way that I live my life. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, you know, other than that, uh, let's do a shout out to uh, our homies at Nisei. Uh, thanks for continuing Netrunner, and uh, of course, they're going to be doing that uh, Worlds event there soon. So, uh, if y'all hear this before then, sign up and play, and or watch, or do whatever you want. Uh, but it's there for you. And yeah, we, uh, we like to have a lot of fun and uh, make some jokes on this podcast, but that, that's not a joke. Um, Nisei does incredible work, and Worlds is going to be an awesome event. And you should you should interact with it. You should play. You should sign up. You should watch. Just Worlds is going to be a great time. You should be involved. Absolutely. And uh, you know, pants. Uh, even if it uh, doesn't go anywhere, you know, I think this was a really good idea, and uh, this is the greatest game I've ever played. So likewise, yeah. Awesome. So uh, I guess last minute, last minute, last minute things to take care of. Uh, so all of you out there, if you have questions or comments, feel free to add us on Slack. We'll have our handles in the description uh, or in the show notes. Feel free to add us. Uh, if you have any concerns, then uh, that's good. That, that's honestly the point of this podcast. You should be concerned by the whole thing. So uh, good, good job us doing our jobs. All right. That's your Slums cast. Have a good insert amount of time. Peace. Uh... And I wonder if it's true Do I suck like I put the sock on you? Uh, yeah, like, wait, wait, I should have written out like an explicit outro for us, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, what, what, should, what should the outro for Slums cast be? <laughs> no, no, really, honestly, like a noise, like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like an exasperated noise but like different every time so like so like it could be like uh, or like uh. Uh, I, I, are, are we asmr now <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> Right. Welcome to Slums Cast, uh, Netrunner's <laughs> first and only ASMR <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut recording. <laughs> okay, that's probably about enough. Cool.